This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the best social media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. She's so confident there's a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name's DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in a moment, we're going to be speaking with Julie Busby of the Busby Group at Compass. Before we get to Julie, a couple quick ideas for you. Now, if you're like most of us, I know in Illinois, we're totally quarantined, stuck at home. Um, and many states are, are doing the same thing. You're probably uh, slowed down um, if you're like most realtors. And now is a good time to go back through our catalog. We have almost 150 episodes. And even if you went all the way back to number one or number two, which of course we don't expect anybody to do, but there's such great content. And our intention when we first started this podcast was to create a library of content that would be timeless, that you could go back to and really understand what are the fundamentals metals. What are the, what are these secrets of top producers? Well, as we've learned after doing almost 150 episodes, there aren't really any secrets, but there's a lot of fundamentals, a lot of discipline. And you can go back through these episodes and hear it again and again. They say repetition is the mother of skill. So please go back now that you probably have a little bit more free time and check out uh, old episodes. That's what they're there for. They're designed to help you grow. Also, please follow us on Facebook. Find us at facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Why? Because we show video episodes live as we record them. So you can see behind the scenes, me talking to the guests and then recording the episode live in case you can't wait for us to produce it and make it available in this fashion. So facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And lastly, tell a friend. Think of one other realtor. You know one other realtor. I promise you do. That could benefit. That's struggling. That wants to learn the secrets of top producers and say, hey, there's this podcast out there. It's totally free. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Pandora, everywhere. And just subscribe to it. Check out one episode. See if you like it. That really helps us in a lot of ways too, but it also helps them. So please, our intention is to help as many realtors as possible. This is our passion and And we're super grateful for everyone who's listening. Really means a lot to us. And we're going to keep cranking out episodes um, despite the fact that we're all quarantined at home because there's still a lot to learn and work on. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for supporting our our sponsors. And thank you for listening, of course, as per usual. And now on to our our interview with Julie Busby. (laughs) 
Today on the show, we have Julie Busby from the Busby Group at Compass, a real estate broker for nearly 20 years. Julie Busby is the founder and president of the Busby Group and in the top 1% of Chicagoland brokers. Julie and her all-female team are known throughout Chicago for their unmatched integrity and diverse portfolio. The Busby Group is proud to work with first-time buyers, luxury sellers, and everyone in between. Julie started her real estate career in 2001 when she partnered with one of the country's top brokers based in California. Since then, the Busby Group has sold over $450 million in real estate throughout Chicago. Uh, visit the Busby Group at busbygroup.com. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are really excited to have you. This is the first all-female team we've ever featured on our show. You guys are absolute superstars and legends in Chicago. So this is very oh, exciting for oh, us. No, you. you are. And this is really, and in fact, I, the reason we're doing this is I was seated next to one of your team members at a Chicago Real Producers whatever. And oh, yeah. um, she was like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, whatever. And I mentioned the podcast. She's like, you gotta have us on your show. And I was like, Aww. oh, you're on our, I was like, you guys are on our list. So now we're so excited to have you. This is really Yay, awesome. super cool. Yeah. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got into real estate all those years ago. So yes, I was in San Diego, California, and I had always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I actually was looking into the best return on an investment and I kept coming back to real estate. I also, I don't know, I, I've always been a workaholic. I started selling insurance in high school and wow. yeah, it's kind of crazy. I did a co-op program, left high school at noon every day and went to an insurance agency. So anyways, through that, I partnered actually with a realtor and I was always fascinated with her career. And then when I what knew I wanted to own my own business one day. I just kept coming back to real estate. Um, ended up approaching a woman who went to church with me and it ends up, I knew she was a, a, a productive realtor and I approached her and I said, Hey, can I come intern with you for free? And I did that. And lo and behold, she was the number three broker in the nation at the time. So oh my God. Definitely learned from the best. Um, that was back in like 01. 01 is, I think, when I got my license. And so I started working with her like 01, 02. Is it, is it like, I want to go back to a couple of things. Um, yes. First, first, no, no, no. This is really important. How I, I always tell people the same thing is like work for free. Find a, a mentor, somebody who's already being su successful and just go, can I shadow you? Can I hang out with you? Even if you have to pay them the, I, I, I think you would probably agree that what you learned from her has got to be worth so much more than the yes. little amount you didn't get paid back yes. then, right? So what's funny is I've actually done it twice in my career. Um, I've had to rebuild my uh, team and my career twice. So I started my career in San Diego, California. I became a top 1% producer out there. And it all started from me approaching that woman and, and shadowing her, just learning from her, being a free intern. Then when I moved out here... Another top broker I knew through my network and I said, hey, can I come work with you for free? I helped her become, I think we were number one that year in Chicago. Um, and then that just springboarded me to my career now in Chicago. Wow. Yeah, first so all, I did it twice. Yeah. First of all, you walked away from an incredibly successful career in California. Was that scary for you? Were you nervous? Or were you like, I've done this once when I moved to Chicago, I can do this again? 
Uh, it was not scary. I felt like I had reached the pinnacle of my career, which is funny because I've now exceeded it further. Um, I was actually moving here because of a boy. We're still together. Uh, he's my husband. Uh, yeah. he, he was stationed and he was a helicopter pilot for the Navy. He retired from the Navy, came out here. His family's out here. I came kicking and screaming because of my real estate career and the business I had grown. Um, and so when I first moved out here, the plan was actually I was going to open a fitness studio. It was like, I've reached my pinnacle of my career. I'm proud of myself. I'm going to now start like a fitness empire. Uh, got my real estate license to represent myself because I wasn't happy with the service level I was getting. And from that, me and this other top producer got back connected again because I got my license. And then I said, you know what? Let me work for you for free for a summer and see how that goes. And here I am. That was in uh, that was 2011. So we're now 2020. So it was nine years ago. And now I just did 45 million last year. So it's been busy nine years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. With just out of curiosity, I just have a quick question about your husband. Cause this is, this is awesome. So a million years ago, um, I used to work for, uh, for a beer distributor and we were, we went at one point, this was a couple hours East of San Diego where the blue angels, um, yeah. train, it, yeah. It's an area near El Centro. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was going to say your husband probably has been there, knows all about it. Um, and, and when Our, I was there, there were, no joke, there were like 200 earthquakes that day in oh that gosh. area. They were all tiny ones, but it was the coolest but thing ever. We, we, yeah. San Diego, we had a ton of earthquakes. I have some fun stories about that. But um, <laughs> yes, we have good friends who are Blue Angels and it's cool. They would do air and water show. I was always working and couldn't come watch them. And so they would say, well, where are you showing property today? And they would come and tip the fly, the planes. Like, no. Yeah, it was cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, and you know, it's funny. And I imagine you probably would agree is uh, a lot of times these top producers in real estate, uh, I always ask them, oh my gosh, you must be inundated with requests from people that want to intern with you. And they're like, not really. <laughs> a lot of them are like, no, not that many people approach me. Yeah. And, um, and here you did it twice. You went up to top producers and not only in, in, and again, this, you sort of said it was sort of by accident. You didn't realize how successful the person in San Diego was, but literally the number three person in the country, that is an untouchable, unreachable person. And you were like, no, I just went up and asked. And then you, you know, I mean, how important is that, is that mentorship or that internships um, in, in how you've charted your success? It's huge. Um, I will tell you, did I get a lot of hands-on training from them? No. Formal training? No. But did I learn through osmosis? Sure. 100%. Um, and both times the, the women were very successful, had many listings at one time. So I would also just learn the marketplace so much sooner than if I was on my own because I'm yeah. looking at 20 properties a day versus your average broker might just see like one property a day. So I, I learned the marketplace very quickly. Um, and I think it's important to, yeah, approach, you know, get out of your comfort zone and, and approach someone that you admire um, and ask for mentorship. Yeah, it's rare. I definitely have people approach me to join the team, but to just sure. work for me for free or just to shadow me doesn't happen often. No. It's, it's always amazing. And it's one of those things where I always tell people like, yeah, like if you need to offer to pay them to hang out with them, like do that too, because it is absolutely <laughs> worth it. Um, you know, and, and, and it's flattering to that person as well. It's, it's, and it's, they don't need to be flattered, but it's very, um, it's a very fulfilling thing to, to think like, wow, you know, I could, I could help that person. And, you know, I, I always think like, 
go up to every, you know, it's the same thing that I always say to realtors, even who join our firm. I say, go up to, we, we have lots and lots of realtors in our firm. And I was like, go up to them and ask if you can do open houses and continue to ask because if you're new, 100%. You don't have, yeah, right. Um, right. And uh, let's, so I want to talk about your group because you guys have, a, I should say, you guys, you women, I shouldn't say that either, but you have an all female team, which I think is so cool. Um, can you talk about like how you started the team? At what point in your career were you like, okay, I need to have to build a team? Um, so I, the team just happened organically. Uh, I knew I needed, once you get to a certain level, you realize you need some help administratively. And then usually like they say the next hire would be like a, a buyer broker. I, so I did that originally. It was admin and then a broker on the team. And then candidly, I, we just kept growing and growing. Um, and I, I've always been a workaholic. I mean, again, I started working when I was in high school. So yeah. I was easily putting in 90 hour days. And I also have a certain level of service that I want to provide my clients. And in order to do that, I was working around the clock. Yeah. I do have two little kiddos. I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old. So it's, um, candidly, I wanted quality of life and in order to have quality of life and still offer the level of service that I think is very important in this industry, I, I had to grow the team. And so it just happened organically. And then people just kept falling in my lap. Um, I've been very, very blessed with um, the the brokers and, and team that we have in place. It, they've honestly fallen in my lap. And it's one of those where there's such amazing, incredible, talented people that it's like, I can't turn them away. So we're yeah. growing the team again. So that, that's where, we're at, where, where we are. Did I have the initiative to grow an all-girl team, all-woman team? No, it's just happened that they, you know, that talent has fallen in, in my lap. So. And I think your website's a really good reflection of your culture and what your team stands for and what you offer. Um, so I, I really want to plug your website again, just because I think it's a, a really strong website. I see a Thank lot you. of re- realtor websites that I think most of them aren't that great to be perfectly frank, but yours is. Aww, so it, it is, it's clean, it's simple. It's really clear what you guys offer. And also there's cool things like you have a, hey, send us your email and we'll send you our little black book, which is basically all your vendors that you right. recommend, which it sounds like a simple idea and it is, except it's providing value. That's a reason alone just to even visit your website is like you get some value just by visiting. Right. Um, whereas right. a lot of people, it's just, hey, it's an online business card kind of, uh, but yours actually has, has some value. So yeah, go to uh, the Busby, um, bu- I'm sorry, busbygroup.com. Um, Thank you. Uh, what do, I want to talk about you know, you mentioned, hey, I work a lot. You work a lot. Um, what do you think, aside from that, has made the difference for you? You know, there are 40,000 plus realtors in the Chicagoland area. You are in the top 1%. What do you think it is that you've done differently than the vast majority of, of brokers who maybe haven't had your level of success? So definitely service level is 100% important um, to set yourself apart. Uh, also, you know, with experience, with almost 20 years of experience, I've seen it all. Uh, I will say throughout my career, especially in the beginning, I was just getting hit hard with very challenging transactions. And even still today, I get very challenging transactions. And in the beginning, I would say, you know, woe is me because I was in San Diego and people were doing, you know, $20 million deals just like that. No big deal. And I'm over here struggling and learning every step of the way. 
And now I look back and I'm so thankful for that time to grow and it ex experience speaks volumes. I've seen every hardship, every challenge. I was working hard. I became top short sale producer in Southern California um, during the, the financial crisis. So like I've seen it all and experience speaks volume and, and I can truly navigate the entire transaction for my clients and tell them, you know, what road bumps might come ahead and how we can overcome them. I imagine that makes you really valuable to your team members too. When you guys collaborate on, on client ideas and struggles, somebody in the team knows how to handle it because they've been through it already. Yep. Yes, absolutely. And honestly, too, it's challenging. I have a brand new broker on, on the team who is uh, trying to grow her business and grow her sphere. And she says, you know, she just gets shot down sometimes and gets, gets down on, uh, you know, someone makes an offer and then they decide to walk away and the deal falls apart. Or, and she's so challenged by that and, and um, down about it. And I remind her, I went through this and it, honestly, it's going to help you because it's going to help you navigate along the way throughout your career. So don't, I, I all the twists and turns in your career, um, take them in stride and take it as a learning experience. So. I was just moderating a panel of top producers for the YPN a couple of weeks ago for the, oh, the car YPN. And right. somebody from the audience, this is really funny. You'll, you'll appreciate this. Somebody, we had a question and answer portion at the end and, and we had um, Nancy, Nancy Tassoni was on there and Gail Spreen. And, and uh, anyway, it was a great uh, producer panel. And then uh, somebody in the back said, um, oh, um, I, I, one of my friends decided to go with another realtor other than myself. And, and, and I'm really upset about it. And the whole room, and they weren't laughing at this person because we're all like, they were laughing because, and I, and I just said, can everyone in the room raise their hands when this has happened? Amazing. This has happened to them? Everybody. Yes. And, and I said, you're not. You're not alone. <laughs> so funny. Oh, see, and it feels so good, you know, to know like, oh my goodness, that top producer on the panel has been through this. So that's, that's cool. Um, but speaking of, so we have thousands and thousands of listeners and they are eager to hear uh, advice from top 1% producers uh, and, and really want to hear, you know, if you, if you were to counsel a new, uh, a, a new broker or somebody who's looking to really increase their production. Is there any advice you have? What, what would you tell them to do um, that's made the big difference for you? Right. So we already touched on it. Definitely approach a, someone that you admire their business um, and could see as a mentor. Absolutely approach them. Absolutely ask to shadow them. I, I do usually say, you know, check out a team. A team could be somewhere where you can learn because there's, you know, multiple different experiences that you can learn from and you back each other up uh, and it's a collaborative, collaborative environment. So I, I do recommend at least trying to find a mentor and try to shadow them and learn from them. And uh, if a team is an option to you, definitely explore that and then open houses. <laughs> I've grown my business from a lot of open houses. So I think it's because I'm relational. I don't buy leads. I, I'm 99% referral uh, and past business now, but um, I'm relational. So I, I'm not one that buys leads. I'm one who looks to relationships to grow my business. 
Yeah, I'm always amazed at how many brokers don't beg other brokers to do open houses for them. And, you know, if you're new to the business or even if you're not new and just you're in between clients and you have nothing going on, book some open houses. And it's really totally. hopefully, yeah, I mean, hopefully you work at a firm where there's more than just you. And if it's more than just you, ask that other broker if you could do that for them. Um, usually, the answer in most cases is usually yes, because it makes them look good to the seller. And also obviously opportunity for you to learn how to talk more about real estate and maybe get some buyer leads along the way. Um, so yeah, open houses are so important. And um, a, lot of, a lot of brokers I think maybe are just afraid. Uh, but I always say, you know, definitely um, ask to shadow someone at an open house before you, if you're not- Absolutely. Yeah. So we have actually a couple listener questions that are st part of what we just uh, touched on. So I want to want to circle back to those. So okay. we have Anonymous from Chicago asks, uh, since you have an all-female team, are most of your clients female? Good question. Uh, no, uh, they are not. Uh, we help men and women the same amount. Uh, but I will say, I think studies are showing more and more that women are the decision makers. Right. Oh, so that is something we do keep in mind. Uh, but no, we, we don't just work with women. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, we should mention to the listeners that Julie is not the first person from the Busby team to be on our show. We, and, and this True. is one of our great episodes. So if everyone listening, you go back about 100 oh. episodes and you will find Susan Pinozo, who is a total superstar in and of herself. These are the quality of brokers that uh, Julie has on her team. Susan was amazing. And so yes. I should make a plug for her episode, which is like two years ago now. And it was so awesome. And I, I referenced it a lot because Susan is great because she has a huge history in doing rentals and with yes. developers. And it is such a cool niche. And I, I was so glad to learn that she is now on your team because she was a total superstar on her own. And I was like, oh my gosh, they are so, they are so fortunate to have her. So you were actually not the first uh, Busby group. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Another question from Vera from Chicago asks, okay. Vera says, I am practicing solo right now, but I'm thinking about joining a team. What should I look for in a team and what should I look out for? Do you have any suggestions? So that's a, that's a good question too. Um, <laughs> it's funny. One of the team members who joined my team, she's like, I don't know what to ask you. And I said, you know what, talk to me about this and then go talk to another team member about this, you know, the same thing and see what, what makes sense for you. So, um, you know, different teams are set up differently. If you are, so I think the number one thing is find out what, why are you thinking about joining a team? Is it because you're looking to grow your business? Is it because you like a collaborative environment? Is it because you want leads? Do you want backup? Do you want to be able to go on vacation? Imagine that in real estate, having backup. Uh, think about what is important to you. And then that will uh, come the questions for that team. I will tell you, our team is set up a little differently. I don't do leads. As I mentioned, I'm one who's more of a mentor to my team and help them grow their own sphere because I am very focused on relationships. And so I am, I want to, we are very, that, that's something that's important to me is being genuine. And so we, I help them focus on their relationships and how are we going to grow those and help their friends and family and, and everyone that they've met. So, uh, and then I also wanted to create an environment where we could back each other up because I, have a crazy lifestyle and I have two little kiddos and I want to spend time with them. So that was important to me. And so that's what I'm looking for in my team members, but there's team members or, or potential team members I've met with. And they say, 
I really want someone who's buying the Zillow leads and they're just right. handing off to me, you know, and I'm going to run with it. Awesome. I'm glad you know that. That's not how we structured it, but there are amazing teams that do that and it, and it works just the same. Um, I, I think the main thing is ask yourself what's important to you and why are you thinking about joining a team? And then that will bring you the questions to ask. Yeah. And to piggyback on that, I also think that if you're looking to approach a team and ask them to join, you better be able to articulate what you're going to offer them. Why do they need you on their team? Right. And, and if you were just, to, if you just go to them and say, Hey, I'm really not good at prospecting and I need leads. Well, yeah, there are teams that, that will, will bring well, you on. Um, right. but, but I think a stronger proposition is to go and say, here's what I can do for your team. And if you guys have extra leads, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm open to that if that's what you want, but be able to say, here's why you have to get me on your team. Here's why I need to be on your team. Here's what I can bring to the table. Um, and cause a lot of times I think people look to join teams because they don't have enough leads and that's, that's what they need. And that's okay. It is. But, right. Yeah. But I think you should, you should be able to be able to say, here's what I can do for you. And if you can do that, you'll probably have a greater chance of, of success with that team because they'll be able to, you know, it, a lot of times teams know that people are looking for leads and, and sometimes, you know, that could be a great fit, but, but not always. Um, I wanted to ask you also about your concierge level of service. Mm -hmm. um, and you guys get all sorts of requests. Uh, you have uh, about, you, we won't mention names, but you've worked with professional athletes. Do you mind sharing the story of, of that of unusual request? I mean, we get so many crazy requests. Um, uh, Kenya on my team runs our concierge department. Her husband is a pro athlete. And so we created the concierge level service based on what they would expect. So I am very proud of us and, and all that we offer, but holy moly, do we get some funny requests. We had uh, a very well-known, big, burly um, pro athlete who we helped get into a home. This was just uh, last year. And uh, he was relying on us for a lot of different concierge level services. And then one day we get a phone call. It was like 7 a.m. in the morning. Of course, I answer the phone right away. Hey, how can I help you? What's going on? Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm going out to go practice and there, there's a frog in my front yard. Okay, well, what, what, what can I help you with? Uh, can you come get the frog? <laughs> I was shocked at this 200 pound burly athlete on his way to practice uh, could not pick up the frog and uh, figure out disposing of a frog or not disposing, but you know, uh, move the frog out of his front yard. So we drove out there and helped to help take care of this frog. It but was if Julie, if, if the frog pees on his hands, it gets warts. And oh, that's no, true. That's no, that's true. not. That is not true. <laughs> but, uh, it was ridiculous. Yes, that's but funny. It, it, it was funny to the team. But we, of course, helped. wait. Did you wait? Did you go do it? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you find the frog? And the manager lives with him and he was there drinking red wine at like 8 a.m. and not even willing to help out with this frog. I mean, and he was also a big burly guy. It was just such a comical experience. Yes. But I imagine when you do that, uh, not only does it become an amazing story, but I imagine that athlete is like, 
she is awesome. She is willing to come out and do something as trivial as that. Um, but it really speaks, and I know it's a funny story, but it really speaks to how committed you are to your clients. And, and obviously you'd hope that people wouldn't ask for things like that. But that being said, um, you know, that's the market you're, you've served in that particular way. Right. And, and those people might have uh, different types of needs. Um, and, uh, and, and how cool is it that you're willing to go, hey, I'm not, I'm not too important to go pick up a frog and go move it to the other yard. <laughs> Oh, oh, you have no idea. We always joke like luxury real estate. We should start like a behind the scenes blog of luxury real estate because we'll be cleaning up uh, bathrooms that are pretty messy. I, I'll leave it at that. I mean, it is not luxury. Yeah. 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 But that, but that's, that's the job, right? Like ultimately that's the, it's all the little things, isn't it? Like yes. it's the picking up the phone at 7am. Now that doesn't mean any, everyone always has to do that. You know, everyone can set their own boundaries. Set the boundaries, right. But I will tell you, that is an impressive thing. I mean, if we even just think about all the other services that we pay money for, financial advisors, insurance, um, lenders, uh, you know, really anything, you know, contractors, landscapers, financial, whatever. Um, how many of those people pick up their phones at 7 a.m.? It's pretty right. much nobody, right? right? So it doesn't mean you have to give up all of your life. Obviously, you've struck a balance, and I know it's not easy, uh, but you also are there, and, and that's the commitment you've made. And as a result, look at where you are. And I think, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a funny example, but it's also a good example of like, Hey, if you're gonna, if you want to be a top producer, you better show up, and and you better be there, and or or you better have you know have those expectations in place for your clients so that they don't call you at seven a.m. Because if they need you True. at seven a.m. and they don't know that you're not available, they're gonna be disappointed. Right. Um, so I love that. What a great story. Um, okay. And then um, I want to talk about. Um, if you don't mind sharing your story, I know faith is important to you. And I wanted to talk about the, uh, uh, the you were, you were worried about a client and yes. you kept them in your, your thoughts and prayers. Do you mind sharing that story? Cause no, I, I think fine. it's also very, it's a very sweet story too. Yeah. I, well, I've had so many numerous funny stories in real estate, but this one was the first one that came to my mind. Um, well, I, I another one happened this weekend, but, um, the, uh, I am, so when I have a client, I take their, the entire transaction to heart. And I, again, am very genuine and I want the best outcome for my clients. If that means we're walking away from a deal, that means we're walking away from a deal. My opinion is things happen for a reason and uh, I'm never going to push something. I want the best outcome for everyone. And um, anyway, so I take that to heart. And yes, I do sometimes pray for my clients. There was a transaction that was going very haywire, very toxic for my buyers. And I was just praying about them a lot. I was even having family members pray for them. I mean, I was praying a lot for them. So much so that apparently when I say their name, I would then, I was praying so much that I would just roll out into prayer. So when I tried to pick up the phone, have a conversation with them, I, uh, well, I, I left a message for them and I said their names and then I said, and dear Lord, bless them and watch over them. Amen. And I realized I just said a prayer on their voicemail and was totally, totally embarrassed. They called back and said, did, were you praying for us? It was kind of funny. Um, it did work out for the best in the end, FYI on that transaction. Uh, but it was stressful in the moment. I'm like, I, you know, at least they knew I had their best interest at heart. 
So yeah, I, I think so much of it is demonstrating care, demonstrating empathy, compassion, um, showing that that you're on their team, uh, and, and and whatever way brokers can demonstrate that to their clients is always a win. And you know, um, I think that's such a such a great example again of. You know, uh, and it's funny, of course, because, you know, that's just a, not something that, that everybody so would say, yeah. but just the fact that you even thought to ask your family members to keep those people in mind um, is also a, a demonstrative of, of what kind of uh, broker you are. Now, you did mention something happened this weekend. If you're willing to share it, um, I, w- I would be remiss with if I didn't ask if you so, have like a funny story. Well, this is more, I feel bad. It's a team member on my team. I won't say who it was, but it was just hysterical. The poor. So I was out showing property. She was doing an open house for me at a, 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 a she was a co-lister on one of our listings. And so she was there and some gentleman at the open house decided to turn on the body sprays of the shower. Um, okay. And he get it off. The knob broke and couldn't get oh, off. No, no. So, oh, I almost said her name. She went back there to help. And she ends up, the only way to turn off the body space is to yeah. physically get in the shower. Yeah. And like, she's working on these knobs and trying to get out. So anyway, she is drenched in water, uh, like just covered in water. The whole, the shower, the flooring is, uh, you know, covered in water. And she's calling me and I'm out on a buyer tour and I answer and she's like, I'm, I'm drenched with open house. Can you bring me clothes? And I said, I'm in Evanston showing property. And uh, I was like, call this person, call this person. And we were able to get her help. But the poor girls like finished the open house drenched like a rat, just total hair wet. And I'm sure people were so confused why she is drenched. She literally like took a shower in her clothes during the open house. Yes. But I mean, I also think like that's, that's such a cute thing. I I know like nobody wants to be drenched at an open house, of course, especially not the broker who's doing the open house, but it's also like a really human thing, right? Like it's one of those things where a buyer might walk in and they, you know, she might've said, I am so sorry, but here's what happened. But um, it also shows a level of like just willingness to stick around and do the job, right? So I I think in, in in a weird way, it probably works you know, it doesn't matter that she's drenched. In some ways, it probably makes her more endearing to the people who walk in that she's willing to just, you know, I'm and sure. obviously you guys got it fixed. But but I, again, oh, I, I think this speaks to the, that's the most professional thing you can do is just stick around and, and yep, I'm, I'm a total mess and I'm trying <laughs> to get it fixed, but I'm not leaving, right? Oh, and yeah. I, think, I think that's awesome. I, I, I love that. And, and it's, very, it's very relatable because we've all had something like that happen. Oh, totally, totally. It was pretty funny. Okay, one last question. Can you name uh, one mistake you've made while growing your business? Because our, our listeners, they always love to hear what to do, which you've done a great job of explaining, giving some great ideas. Any what not to do, anything that you've done where you went, mm, I wish I wouldn't have done that or you know, anything like that. So, and, and some people may disagree with me, but I, um, I think when you are, sometimes we get, when we start to grow, we get so excited and we want to do more marketing and spend more money on this. And, and, um, and honestly, we get calls. I mean, I, I know all the realtors listening to this will say, yep, I get five calls a day of this solicitor to sign up for this. I'm going to get 10 qualified leads today and then sign up for this. And you're, I'm going to send text messages to all your clients and, and just be careful and truly budget we own a business. You need to look at it as we own a business. We are entrepreneurs and you need to be careful and budget and just don't spend beyond your means. I know 
um, I was approached to early on in my career to do a video marketing. And back then, like video was very expensive. It was going to be like $10,000 to do a simple video. And I said, oh gosh, video. And yes, video is where it's at now, right? So, and I was like, okay, so $10,000 is going to be an investment into my career forever. Well, thank goodness. I finally had the wherewithal to say, no, wait a minute. Technology is going to continue to enhance and continue to get better. Why would I, why should I spend $10,000 on a video today where in five years it's probably not relevant, right? So be careful. I think the biggest mistake is what we can get ahead of ourselves and, um, and, and, and spend money where we shouldn't. And I would vet everyone who's calling you vet and get a reference call and say, okay, great. Can I talk to three realtors who have had success with this? Uh, I just did that with a program um, and I, I wasn't, I only got one reference and I wasn't that satisfied with the response and I'm glad we didn't sign up, but I would just, that, that's would be my lesson. Yeah, that, that's so important. And, and really we, we always forget to talk about that on the show. So I'm, I'm glad you bring it up. I've, I've also read that the next tech bubble to burst might be in real estate because of all the ancillary services that are, are being pitched to realtors on a regular basis, consumers, right. all these tech companies, especially realtors are getting, you're, you're, you're right. You get five calls a day from the, the, the new and greatest CRM or a lead system right. or websites or whatever. Uh, yeah. Texting service. And all of those could be awesome. Um, but at the end of the day, this is still very much a face-to-face -face business, right? And so certain technology is there to enhance and help. But yeah, I say the same thing when people are looking to join a, a firm. So like I do recruiting for our firm and sometimes people right. ask me, it's really funny. They'll ask me, they'll go, it's not funny. I mean, I understand why they ask it, but I correct them. And they'll say, can you give me the names of three realtors that work at your firm? And I'm like, look, I can easily do that. But Odds are, since we don't really know each other, you have to assume that I'm stacking the deck. Like I'm going to so give true. you people that absolutely love us. And right. I don't, and I don't want you to think that I'm going to do that. So here's what you can do instead. Uh, at our firm, we've got lots and lots of realtors. I say, just pick three at random. That's going to be the real answer, right? And, great. and if they don't get back to you, then pick three more, but call three people. Yeah. And, and so that's always the problem with a lot of these, uh, with, with firms, if you're looking to join a firm, everyone promises everything. And I yeah. say, pick, call a couple of their realtors just randomly and say, I'm thinking of joining the company. Here's what I'm thinking I need. Do you think they do a good job? And then you'll get the real answer. But same thing with technologies, so same thing. So what a great, awesome suggestion. Um, yeah, and it's funny too. I just got a video quote for our, for our company. Uh, it was like more of a recruiting video thing. And, and we're like, oh, it's going to be $30,000. And we're like, really? Like, it's I, insane. It's insane. I mean, this is, it's so ridiculous. Um, yeah. We do have some good video people if you want me to send you some referrals. <laughs> yeah, but there we go. See, I trust yeah. Julie. So yeah. I'm going to take her referral. Uh, but yeah, no, and, and, that's, and that's it. And, and this, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's realtor meets client, you know, gains their trust or is referred to them from somebody that they've already gained trust and then just kills it on service, crushes it on service. And ultimately that's the most important thing. And that's what you've done. And you've done it two different times, which is pretty amazing. Most people only become a top producer in one area once. You did it and, and basically said, I am leaving and going to have to start the whole thing over again. And you did it. And I mean, that is 
really truly remarkable. You're the only person we've ever had on the show that successfully has done that. Um, so I want to honor you for that because that is Thank a you. massive, and to you, it's probably no big deal. It's just who you are. But to our listeners, this is big, big, big. So um, everyone out there, you know, get a mentor, find someone like Julie, um, you know, that can help you, that will mentor you or, you know, ask for help at your firm and, and learn from the best. And that's what our podcast is all about. So by the way, Julie, if any uh, we, we don't just have realtors that listen. We have clients that listen as well. So if anyone is out there who wants to buy, sell, rent, invest, and is looking to work with your team, um, what is the best way that a client should reach out to you? Um, you could call, uh, everyone has my cell phone number, uh, 312-890-4818. I'm, I'm very quick to respond. And visit their website, which is busbygroup.com. By the way, follow them on Facebook. Just search for Busby Group. Same thing on Instagram. Their website's awesome. Um, you can you really get a sense on your website. And I, I really want to encourage our listeners who have websites to consider um, uh, this approach if you're looking to revamp your website. It's funny. I was talking to Matt, Matt Laracy. Um, he was on the show a few weeks ago. And I, I said on his website, he has almost... Um, like he doesn't have an MLS search. He doesn't have much of anything. He goes, DJ, I don't want any of that stuff. I just want to tell the story of why people work with me and why they work with our group. And you've done the same thing on your website, which I think is so cool. And I think a lot of times realtors don't think about it from the customer's perspective of like, I need to tell this story. And, and so everyone, please visit their website to get a good sense of what I think a successful uh, broker or realtor website looks like. Again, busbygroup.com. Follow them on Instagram, follow them on Facebook. If you are a client, and you want to work with Julie, go to their website, you know, contact them. She just gave out her phone, her, her phone number as well. Feel free to reach out. Um, and Julie, thank you so much for being on the show. On behalf of the listeners, we really appreciate it. Before we sign off, for everyone listening, if everyone out there just tells one other realtor about our show, people that could benefit from watching or listening to this podcast episode, please let them know. We'll double our listenership. We can do even more episodes. So everyone go out there and tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Julie, thank you again. Um, okay, I'm so excited to watch your continued success and your group's success. And I, I know some of the people on your team, they are all just like you. Very, very nice, very uh, disciplined, super hardworking people. And um, you. You, guys, you guys have such a cool thing going and I'm I, uh, excited to watch it continue. So thank you so much for thank being so on much. the show. Thank you for the opportunity. It's been fun.